Our second scripture is Matthew 7, verses 7 through 8. Ask, and it will be given to you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. We celebrate the written word of scripture. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God. We celebrate the living word, Christ among us. Thanks be to God. Good morning. It's so good to be with you in person, as it was lovely to be with you online the other two times that I could join. A few years ago, my friend's eight-year-old son said to me, I don't believe in God. When I pray, nothing happens. I asked him, hmm, what do you pray for? He said, a new Lego set, and I never get it. Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you becomes a little problematic when you're asking for a Lego set. But it's not just problematic for him, is it? It can be problematic for any of us when we are desperately, even sometimes tragically, asking for something specific and what we long for doesn't arrive. Having served in the hospital context for the past eight years, such specific prayers are familiar to me. I've been asked to pray for healings, for successful surgeries, for life to overcome death. And I do say those prayers because regardless of if our specific wish is being fulfilled, there is certainly a medicine in the praying. Now, I know I've started off here with a big theological question. But the good news for me and you, and hopefully for your desire to invite me back again, is that I do believe there is a big theological answer. I do believe that this scripture reading from Matthew 7, verses 7 through 8, is sound and true and to be relied upon heavily. I believe that this passage is a promise. It is the good news. And it's also an invitation. An invitation into an ask and receive lifestyle. But I don't mean a Christmas gift list lifestyle as tempting as that may be for all of us. Friends, I'm convinced that in this passage, God is inviting us into a discernment lifestyle. It's as if God is saying to us, hey, I'm here. I've got guidance, I've got ideas. Whenever you're ready to hear them, come, ask, and you will receive. Because I believe that God promises to get 
co-creative with us. But what that means, as you may remember from maybe your early childhood group work at school, as I do, the hard lesson that when we are creating together, we sometimes have to surrender the specifics. Not my strong suit, but I've been working on it. After all, my eight-year-old friend did eventually receive multiple new Lego sets, albeit through the divine instrument of his mother, for his birthday rather than the day after his prayer was spoken. So what does it mean to have a discernment lifestyle? It means we must be in regular prayer and dialogue with God, asking and seeking and knocking and trusting that we will receive God's presence, we will find God's guidance, the door to the path forward will be opened to us. There is a movie scene that depicts this discernment lifestyle perfectly for me, but you may find it a little strange. I don't know. It's from the um, Disney Pixar movie Brave. I don't know if anyone's seen that. It takes place in Scotland, and it's about this, um, this princess who is wild and not behaving like a proper princess should. She prefers to be gallivanting in the forest and shooting her arrow and all sorts of things that her um, parents are, you know, embarrassed about. Part of what happens when she is out gallivanting and um, getting into trouble is that she sees these little glowing will-o'-the-wisps is what they're called in the movie, but these little glowing um, beings. And she goes and follows where it is, but as soon as she gets there, it disappears and she can't see where else to go. But in a moment, there glows another one. And so she goes to the next one. And this continues to happen over and over again until she's taken to this next important place in her journey. When I saw that scene, I couldn't lose the image from my mind because that to me is what a discernment lifestyle with God is like. Both promising and exciting when you see that next glowing uh, step that God wants you to take and you have the courage to take it, but then scary when you stand there going, and now <laughs> I did that thing, what's next God? But then the next step is revealed in time and you take that next step. And with each step you find that God is leading you on this path, is with you, is guiding you, is answering your prayers. So in that image, perhaps you hear that in addition to the seeking and the asking that we're being invited to do, there's an element of faith that comes in as well. In the moments when we're waiting for God's spirit to reveal that next step for us, we must have faith that it will happen and we must keep watch. In a contemplative practice called Lectio Divina, which you probably know um, means holy reading, we're often listening for some of the words of scripture to stand out or shimmer to us is a word I've often used. 
And so it is when we're listening for the Holy Spirit in our lives, when we're listening for that guidance. So what are we watching for? We can note when something seems to catch our attention in a special way, and that may be God's spirit. It could have kind of a shimmer or a glow to it, like in that movie scene. And we can ask God, is there an invitation for me in this? Or perhaps you start to notice a pattern emerging in your life. The same thing is suggested to you several times, maybe from different people or places. I like to use the rule of three, you know, three is that holy number. So I say to God, I make a little bargain. If you say it three times, I'll trust that it's you and I'll, and I'll move forward. But we return to that dialogue with God. Is there an invitation for me in this? Perhaps you have other ways of discerning God's spirit in your life. I have to say in the light of um, our political climate, in the, light, in the light of the election, I find this more important than ever because there's this political narrative that our days and our lives can get kind of controlled by. And to remember that actually my spiritual life, my life can actually be within a narrative that God is co-creating with me is a big blessing to me. So let's give it a try. What can you lose? Perhaps you'll get a Lego set out of this. Come on. And perhaps you'll find that your life is more deeply guided and meaningful than ever before. And then we can join in with the psalmist saying, my God, you are my God. I seek you, my soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I've looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and your glory, because your steadfast love is better than life my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands and call on your name. Amen. <laughs>